From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Ladies and gentlemen, to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Mike De Niro. Before we get into the show, I want to thank all our fans from all over the world. Thank you for subscribing to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We appreciate all the support. Without you, there is no us. I'm talking about all over the world. I'm talking about Mexico, Canada, Brazil, India, Australia, the UK, Ireland, Germany, Philippines, Indonesia, Taiwan, Brazil. Yeah, I think I said Brazil twice, but fuck it. I appreciate all our fans from all over the world. If you don't already, make sure you follow the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod, on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod, and on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. And if you're following us there, you might as well subscribe to the YouTube channel because we got a lot of cool shit coming to the YouTube you don't want to miss out on. I'm talking interviews, fan questionnaires, we're talking all that good stuff. So make sure you tune in to everywhere the podcast is heard. You don't want to miss out. Today we have a super stacked episode. You know we always do Fridays right. We're going to end you off right. You're going to be going into the weekend with style, riding in the DeLorean. Because today we got the latest episode of This Is Extreme. Talking about the next episode of Hardcore TV for ECW. We also are going to be talking about last night's Impact Wrestling on Access TV. We got news and notes of course. So without further ado, let's get into this super stacked show right now. Like I do every single day, I want to thank all the fans for welcoming me into your morning routine. I appreciate all the support. I appreciate that you are an avid listener of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. You know, as the podcast grows, we're only going to get bigger. I appreciate all the fans that have been rocking since day one, so thank you so much. Like always, we're going to start out with news and notes for the day, and we have quite a lot to talk about here, so let's get right into it. Number one. I got to send my condolences, rest in peace, to beautiful Bobby Eaton. Died yesterday. Uh, this is a very sad day because the beautiful one, Bobby Eaton, was not only a legendary tag team wrestler with his run in the Midnight Express, but he was a legendary wrestler in the singles run too. Had a stint in ECW, known for his NWA matches with the, uh, with the Rock and Roll Express. Yo, too many losses, man. Too many losses in such a short time. It's really sad that the wrestling world is still mourning the last couple losses that we dealt with. And, you know, we have to lose another legend like this. So, my condolences. Rest in peace. My condolences to the family and friends of beautiful Bobby Eaton. Now, we're going to talk about the latest news. The latest news of the WWE's mass exodus. Because it looks like Pete Dunne is another NXT wrestler whose contract is expiring after SummerSlam, kind of like Adam Cole. So, does this mean Pete Dunne walks? I think it probably does. Let me tell you why my reasoning. 
everyone right now, besides besides the fact that AEW has the most hype out of every wrestling company right now, and it just seems like everybody wants to be part of it, and unfortunately, it also looks like AEW will hire anybody that is on the free agent market. But, you know, right now, NXT doesn't have the buzz. And someone like Pete Dunne, as talented as he is, unfortunately, and I'm going to say unfortunately because I'm a big Pete Dunne fan, so I don't want no one to be like, oh, you're a hater, blah, 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 all that bullshit. Let me tell you something. Pete Dunne definitely has a ceiling. When it comes to the main roster. He definitely has a ceiling when it comes to the, even the NXT. You know, Pete Dunne did everything he could do in NXT UK. He was a, he was the second ever NXT UK champion. Held that title for a long ass time, right? Before he lost it to Walter. But, yeah, I mean, think about it. Can you really see Pete Dunne on Raw and SmackDown? Can you really see Pete Dunne elevated to a upper echelon on Raw and SmackDown? I can't. I, I don't see him, you know, and this is this is no disrespect to him. It's this is a hundred percent disrespect to the WWE not knowing to what to do with such talented wrestlers. This is also, you know, if they did want him to stay, which I'm sure they do, this is also a another instance where WWE management didn't even realize that someone's fucking contract is up. Because honestly, how is it that you did not know that Adam Cole's contract was up? How is it that you didn't know that Aleister Black only had 30 days on his uh, non-compete clause? How is it that you're going to let someone like Pete Dunne walk all because you're not focused on the fucking contracts? Yo, hire me because I would be on that shit. Hire me and I will be looking through everyone's contracts and making sure that we're not going to forget to negotiate and resign with somebody. That's ridiculous to me. How could you have a wrestler so talented, someone that you are pushing like the top guy of NXT, like Adam Cole, and not even realize that his contract is up? How do you have someone like Pete Dunne, who you just uh, had promoted on the show, we're promoting this matchup between Dunne and Lorcan versus Tommaso Ciampa and, and Timothy Thatcher, and in a few weeks, he's not even going to be here because of... The fact that you didn't know that this guy's contract is up. Now, if Pete Dunne walks, yo, the, the amount of talent, the amount of talent that is no longer with the WWE and was with the WWE one year ago, it's insane. It's insane. Think about Pete Dunne being added to the list of Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Adam Cole, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, Ruby Riot, Die Iconics, Fandango and Tyler Breeze, Lana. Like, y'all bugging. I'm going to tell you this. WWE 2K22 is set to come out in a couple months. Ain't nobody going to be on that, Ross. Oh, 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 oh. I was naming a bunch of guys. How could I forget letting Daniel Bryan walk? Bruh. Daniel Bryan. The yes movement. The, the freaking most over guy in that company a couple years ago. Gone. The highest merch seller, Bray Wyatt. Gone. The biggest threat to your world champion, Braun Strowman, gone. 
the up and coming rising stars that look like they could take it to the next level and become mega stars in your promotion. Buddy Murphy, Aleister Black, gone. Broke up women's tag teams like the Riot Squad because you wanted to get rid of Ruby Riot, and now you got very little tag teams and you're just throwing people together in tag teams because you have a tag team division. Like, need I say more? But what I was saying is that the, the roster for the for the WWE video game coming up soon is going to be the shortest roster ever. This roster is probably going to look like the old WWE WrestleMania arcade game where you got like eight people. Because <laughs> honestly, like, think about it. And then not only that, but there's a lot of, like, you know how like, you got that saying that someone is uh, toyetic? I think uh, Matt Cardona brought up that word toyetic when someone's attire is toyetic. There's a lot of video game-etic, if that makes any sense, wrestlers that were in the WWE. Think about it. Like, who wouldn't want to, like, play as The Fiend? Who wouldn't want to, like, fuck shit up as Braun Strowman? Who wouldn't want to play with the martial arts style of uh, Aleister Black? Like, these, these characters were... Big for the video game. And for, like, the little kids who was getting behind, like, the Yes movement and getting behind Daniel Bryan, who wouldn't want to play as Daniel Bryan in the video game? Like, now all these guys are gone. And it's sad. You're even losing out Legends. Think about it. You're not even going to have Ric Flair in the fucking game. You're not even going to have the Big Show or Mark Henry in the game. Like, the WWE is so depleted right now. This is very reminiscent of 1995. Raw, when, when we went back in time and started the fight for Monday night, I was so surprised on how little the star power was on Raw, and that was including having a guy like Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Razor Ramon, and Diesel on your show, and Bret Hart on your show. The star power was still lacking. Now, you don't even have those type of caliber guys back then, here today, with the name recognition like uh, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, a Bret Hart, a Owen Hart. A Yokozuna. Like, your star power is depleted. You have what? You have Randy Orton. Uh, Randy Orton was promoted to be on last week's TV. Was not there. You have John Cena. You have the... Uh, I was about to, about to call him the Edge. You have Edge. You have Roman Reigns. And then... you Bobby Lashley. I'm going to just say that's like your biggest name caliber guys right now. Let's think about it. John Cena just came back, and you're also relying on. And I'm I'm happy John Cena's back too, but you're also relying on past stars. Same thing with Edge. Goldberg, you're relying on past stars. So, God forbid, because Goldberg already showed that he's quick to injure somebody, because you know he doesn't have what it takes anymore. Say Goldberg, God forbid, seriously injures Bobby Lashley in this match at SummerSlam. And Bobby Lashley is going to be out with the injury. And you know Goldberg ain't going to be there week in and week out. Do you know how much Raw will suffer because they don't have the star power on that show? Go on WWE.com right now. Go on their roster page. Go into Raw and tell me they have star power. Because I don't see it. A very select few of a small handful of guys. I'd say Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston. That's what you're relying on. That's all you're relying on. Because who else right now can you say is a star on Raw? And if you lose Bobby Lashley, 
yo, I can't say Drew's a star. Drew's star power plummeted all the way down. It's like Drew McIntyre is the tip of his sword. And every time he throws it into the rock for his entrance, that's a metaphor of Drew McIntyre's status in the company getting slammed right down to the floor. Who else? Sheamus? I mean, yeah, Sheamus is good, but these guys are not considered top guys. Can they carry the company? WWE is so reliant on the brand. The brand is bigger than the wrestlers. The WWE name is bigger than the talent in the ring. Well, let's see what happens then if you have no more talent. There's a lot of talented guys. A lot of talented guys. On Raw. I don't want to make it seem like there's nobody on Raw. You got the, now the Carrion Crosses, the Keith Lees, the Matt Riddles. But, I mean, we just see Matt Riddle getting a bit of a, a push, but they don't really get behind anybody. Too much 50 50 booking, too much start stop bullshit. Carrion Cross coming in, strip him of everything that makes him a star in NXT. Keith Lee comes in, changes music, changes look, tells him to go home and lose weight. Matt Riddle comes in. Now he's on... Well, I ain't going to even shit on Matt Riddle. He's actually pretty entertaining. But still, is the fact of the matter is, is you're not even taking the... Like, Triple H is making stars down in NXT and hand-delivering it to Vince McMahon. And Vince McMahon does not know what to do with it. He does not know what to do. He's literally giving stars on a silver platter. Keith Lee could have been the next big guy on Raw. Karrion Cross, if done right, could have been the next big guy. But Karrion Cross hasn't been done right in the WWE in general. This isn't the same psychotic killer cross that we knew from the independents that I got behind. This is Karrion Cross. He's a little scary. He has his, you know. He, he, he can't win until his babe was with him. That, that's, that's the story that they're going to be telling. I'm a loser until my babe is with me. Then I'll win. It's bullshit, bro. Anyway, when we come back, we're going to be talking about Impact Wrestling on Access TV last night. You don't want to miss it. And then when we come back later on today, we're going to be talking about ECW Hardcore TV. So we will be going back in time like we do every Friday. So make sure you stay tuned. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We're about to get into Impact Wrestling on Access TV, which in my opinion is one of the most consistent shows in professional wrestling. Ah, I really start. I, I got to get paid from Impact Wrestling, yo. I talk about them on Tuesdays. I talk about them on Thursdays. I talk about them on Fridays. I talk about every single freaking timeline in TNA's history. Give me a check. Give me a check. Impact Wrestling. I go to bat for you guys. Anyway, this was a really good show. We're about to get into it right now. I enjoyed it. Let's talk about Impact Wrestling on Access TV from last night. So this this show had a lot of good wrestling. This show had a return, of uh, in-ring return for a legendary figure in TNA's history, and we had the world champion here, Kenny Omega. So this was this was a really stacked show. Uh, on this show, we had Chris Bay versus Juice Robinson. Chris Bay got the victory. That was a big victory for uh, Chris Bay. He is also now officially Bullet Club for 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 life with. Uh, Jay White initiating him into the Bullet Club. And yeah, big victory for him. But post-match, Finley attempts to slide into the ring and attack Bay, but Chris Bay gets away. I'm a little confused right now, being that you got you got Jay White there, kind of playing the babyface against the Elite, but also Jay White and uh, Chris Bay is the heels against Finjuice. So it's a little confusing there, but I mean, I understand it. Like in the elite Bullet Club feud, it's not a babyface heel storyline. It's more of a just, I guess, faction warfare. But it is a little weird for someone who is unaware of this forbidden door shit. You got a guy who's a babyface in one segment and a heel in the next segment. But whatever. It was announced that Violence by Design will be using their rematch clause at Emergence, which is the next. Uh, Impact Plus special. It will be Violent by Design versus the Good Brothers. I mean, whatever gets us more Joe Doring versus Doc Gallows. I really did like that, uh, the showdown between them. It's also announced that Deanna Perrazzo will be defending the Impact Wrestling Knockouts Champion at NWA Empower. And I thought this whole time she'd probably be going against Mickey James because of the whole interaction between her and Mickey James. I even thought that there was a slim chance of her going against Gail Kim. But instead, surprise, surprise, she's going to be going against Melina from her, you know, Eminem WWE fame. Melina, who is now in the NWA, is declaring a shot at the Impact Wrestling Women's Champion against Deanna Perrazzo. Yo, Forbidden Door has been kicked down. We had an X Division number one contendership four-way match between Jake Something, Davari, Rohit Raju, and Trey Miguel. And this matchup was won by Jake Something. I always like when a bigger man comes into the X Division because 
you know, from day one in 2002, the slogan of the X Division was always, it's not about weight limits, it's about no limits. So having a guy like Jake Something be in the X Division, it, it, it reminds me of the old days of like a big guy like Sonny Siaki being in the X Division. It reminds me of the Samoa Joes and the Brian Cages who won the X Division champion. Let's, let's forget about Abyss being the X Division champion, you know, we're not talking about you, buddy. But... I always did like that. So, you know, Jake Something is now the number one contender, and he will be going against Josh Alexander at Emergence. And I just want to say, that match has all the potential in the world to be a banger. Josh Alexander is firing on all cylinders right now. Him and Jake Something are both two guys in Impact that are climbing up the ranks as the top guys in that company, especially with all this Forbidden Door shit, right? Especially with having Kenny Omega and the Elite there. Especially with having Jay White and the Bullet Club there. You would think that some of the homegrown TNA talent would be overshadowed or undermined. But if you watch the show on a consistent basis, you would see Josh Alexander climbing up the ranks. Jake something climbing up the ranks. Eddie Edwards is still being promoted as their heart and soul. So I really do like the fact that we still get these matches between the Impact roster that really are considered great and sometimes even better than the matches with the Forbidden Door athletes, which I don't know why I call them that, like it's one company. But there's been a lot of AEW talent. There's been a lot of New Japan Pro Wrestling talent in Impact Wrestling lately. I think it's really cool when the Impact stars shine sometimes even brighter than the big stars that come in. All right, so we got uh, Fire and Flava versus Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering. This was the uh, last Impact Wrestling appearance for Kira Hogan. Like I said, she's got a load of talent, and she has a lot of potential to do great things in this business. So I really hope, you know, Kira Hogan goes to wherever she feels comfortable and has a great run because she deserves it. Backstage, we got Kazarian promising that he's going to rip out the heart of the elite tonight. He says that he trusts Tommy Dreamer's choice to partner Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan with him. Then we also see Violent by Design telling Scott Demore that they want to achieve their rematch. Well, they want to activate their rematch clause. He grants them the match at Emergence, but also adds Willie Mack and Rich Swan to the bout. So we're going to have a three-way uh, tag team match for the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions. Basically the same match that we saw at Slammiversary minus Falaba and No Way Jose, I guess. Here we got the latest squash match for uh, Steve Macklin, who, by the way, I'm excited to see what happens with Macklin. I can't wait until he starts going against more named talent or more uh, competitive talent because it's just been squash after squash after squash for him. But yeah, Steve Macklin definitely has a lot of upside. And that's why I'm seeing a lot of impact. They have a lot of young guys that are on the verge of becoming stars. They have a lot of, they have a good core. And if Impact Wrestling is able to pull out some of these signings with some of these free agents, like say AEW does not sweep in and grab everybody, Impact Wrestling has a good core of veteran talent like Brian Myers, Matt Cardona, Sammy Callahan, like uh, Josh Alexander. They have a good core of young guys coming up in the ranks like Steve Macklin, like a, uh, Rohit Raju, like a Trey Miguel. You have veteran guys, like I said. Um, you have legendary guys. You guys got New Japan Pro Wrestling stars, AEW stars. There's a good core of talent in Impact Wrestling. That's why I really encourage everybody to go out their way and watch Impact Wrestling on a weekly basis because it is worth it. You will not be disappointed. It is announced that next week we'll have a number one contendership battle royal. The winner of this match will go against Kenny Omega at 
Impact Wrestling's emergence for the Impact Wrestling Champion. It's going to be really interesting. Uh, some competitors in it is Moose, Chris Sabin was already announced. So you already know their storyline. That's going to be really cool to see them. Main event, we got Kenny Omega, Doc Gallows, and Carl Anderson versus the return of Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Callahan, and Eddie Edwards. This was a really good matchup. It got a lot of time, a lot of back and forth action. We had just, you know, just crazy shit. A lot of brawling. They went all over the arena. A lot of high spots. Really, really good stuff. All these guys seem to mesh really well with each other. And it was really cool. I just want to say to see Frankie Kazarian back in an Impact Wrestling ring. You know, Frankie Kazarian was in Impact Wrestling back, I think, as early as 2003, 2004. So to see him here in 2021 in Impact Wrestling, I think that's really cool. I'm a big fan of, like, nostalgia. I love when the stars come back. I love when, you know, Petey Williams, Chris Saban, even when Alex Shelley came back. So to have Frankie Kazarian there is awesome. You know, if he is not retired, I would love to see Christopher Daniels come in for one more match in Impact Wrestling, especially with his lineage and his... I guess, uh, you know, history with Impact Wrestling. But definitely, I, I'm a big fan of this. In the end, the Elite is defeated by the heart and soul of Impact, Eddie Edwards, the Elite Hunter Kazarian, and the draw of Sammy Callahan. They defeat the Elite. They got all the momentum in the world going into next week's Battle Royal. But the show does not go off the air there. It goes off the air with W. Morrissey attacking Eddie Edwards. It looks like that storyline is going to be continued. But this was a good episode of Impact Wrestling. I gave it a 3 out of 5 stars. I enjoyed it. I think everyone would enjoy it. So make sure you go out and check it out. I honestly think that, you know, this new thing that they have with YouTube, where you pay, I think, like 99 cents and you could get the show on YouTube, I think people should take advantage of that like crazy. Like, if you cannot watch... Impact Wrestling on Access TV. Make sure you do it on YouTube at least because it's it's 99 cents a month. You're going to get some of the best action. A lot of the Forbidden Door stuff is going down in Impact Wrestling more than any other company. We got NWA, New Japan, AAA, uh, AEW, all in one roof in Impact Wrestling. So you definitely want to check that out. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be talking about ECW Hardcore TV from 1997. You know what I mean? Every Friday we end the week off right with some ECW action. I love talking about ECW from back in the day. So stay tuned because we got the next episode of Hardcore TV coming up next. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of This Is Extreme. You know we end every single Friday with ECW. We take you into the weekend in style with the DeLorean. So strap in your seatbelt because we are about to talk about ECW Hardcore TV from September 2nd, 1997. If you remember last week, the show ended with the controversy of RVD and Sabu burying Tommy Dreamer under the WWF flag. And there's hell to pay. So let's get right into this super stacked episode. This episode, like I said, is another episode that takes place from the ECW's Madhouse of Extreme in Queens, New York. The Elks Lodge, the legendary Elks Lodge. A lot of historic ECW events went down there. The show starts out with recap of last week's matchup between Dreamer and Sabu. Well, Dreamer and Tommy. Ah, Dreamer and Rob Van Dam. Gosh, it's been a long week. And we see the controversy of Sabu and Rob Van Dam burying Tommy Dreamer under the flag of the World Wrestling Federation. Which back in that time, you cannot get more disrespectful than that. Shit, that would be disrespectful today. Like, knowing how shitty WWE is today, if someone in AEW buried, like, say, Cody with the WWE flag, (laughs) I would feel highly disrespected. Which Tommy Dreamer does, being that he is the heart and soul of ECW, being that this guy already thought he rid ECW of the scum of the WWF when he got rid of Jerry the King Lawler at Hardcore Heaven 97, but no, Mr. Monday Night still is looking for a job with the WWF, so he's doing a little butt-kissing, and Sabu, I guess, wants a job there too, but it doesn't work out that way, does it? Anyway, but... Tommy Dreamer cuts a promo on this episode. He wants revenge. I just want to say, usually in these ECW episodes, we got a either a lot of character development and promo time, or we got a lot of wrestling. This right here, I believe, was the perfect, perfect mix between both. 
we had a good amount of wrestling, a good amount of storyline and character development, a good amount of promo time. Like, this right here, I believe, should have been the format for ECW Hardcore TV going forward because I hate that sometimes you get maybe one match on a show and it's all character development. And then I hate when it's all wrestling and not character development. So, like, this right here is the perfect format. Speaking of wrestling, we got a good tag team match right off the bat. It's the FBI, Tracy Smothers and Little Guido Maritato versus Little Spike Dudley and Chris Chetty, the cousin of Taz. This was a fun match that got a lot of time. It's funny because uh, out of everyone in the FBI, there's only one Italian. And, you know, Tracy Smothers can't, you know, pick Italy out in the map. And you got Chris Chetty, who's Italian, going against the Italians. It's just, you know, funny stuff here. But this was a really fun match, like I said. ECW is known for these tag matches that get a lot of time. But it's just like a good mixture of comedy, spots, hardcore uh, in the end here, Spike Dudley and Chris Chetty pick up the victory. The FBI is extremely pissed off about this. Next, we got a golden, golden promo by Chris Candido, Mr. No Gimmicks Needed. This was a really good promo that got a lot of time. This was even longer than the matchup that we just saw. This got a, like 10 minutes, but like it was worth it because Chris Candido, he, he's talking about how, you know, He's talking about the incident with the WWF flag last week with RVD, Sabu, and Tommy Dreamer. He says that he wants nothing to do with the WWF. He said even though he's sleeping with Sonny, he doesn't want nothing to do with the WWF. He said he he fled the ship a long time ago. He doesn't plan on going back. He hates the WWF. But then his phone rings, and he asks his ECW to cut the cameras, and they don't. And it's good old JR on the phone offering him to come into the WWF. And he says that he would love to. He would love to see him back on TV. And Chris Candino thinks that he's not on camera. He's having negotiations with the WWF live on camera. Then he gets off the phone and he's like, all right, back to back to uh, the promo. Then he talks a little bit more crap about the WWF. Then he starts showing off his triple threat tattoo that he just got. He said that he's scared of needles, so for him to get this tattoo shows that he's hardcore, shows that the triple threat is for life, and he keeps on talking about how gruesome a tattoo is and just comedy stuff. Then he gets a call from uh, WCW, asks ECW to cut the cameras again, which they don't. He says to Terry Taylor, because I'm guessing he's talking to Terry Taylor, he says cockadoo to do, so I'm guessing he's talking to the Red Rooster, right? He says... Well, Shane Douglas says no, so I'm going to say no, too. I'm not coming in. So I guess WWE gets the nod. WCW gets the, the all boot to the butt, right? Uh, then he gets back to the promo. Starts getting at Taz. Starts uh, saying he wants a shot at Tommy Dreamer. Starts coming at Sandman. Starts coming at Sabu. Starts coming at Rob Van Dam. And he's not even done with the uh, promo before they finally just go to the next matchup. They just, like, fade to black as he's still talking because he just keeps going and going and going and going. And I got to say, for like 10 minutes, he's like nonstop, doesn't take a breath. He's in character the whole time. This was just comedy gold. You got to check this out. Next, we got from All Japan Pro Wrestling, talk about the Forbidden Door. It was <laughs> Forbidden Door was in ECW in 1997, I see. From All Japan Pro Wrestling, we got Bobby Dumpcomb Jr. versus Sabu. This was a really cool matchup. It was a, a real styles clash. It was a real like thrown together matchup, but... In the end, the matchup is thrown out due to interference from Rob Van Dam. You know, lately on ECW, I'm a little shocked. There's been a lot of disqualifications. I, I didn't think that there would be so many disqualifications in ECW. But 
Sabu's disqualified. The match is thrown out when Rob Van Dam interferes. This leads Tommy Dreamer to come out, and Tommy Dreamer and Sabu, they go back and forth. Sabu gets the upper hand, then Tommy Dreamer gets the upper hand, and then I guess we got an impromptu match because everyone clears the ring, and for like 15 minutes, Sabu and Rob Van Dam are just, not Sabu and Rob Van Dam, Sabu and Tommy Dreamer are just brawling and doing match, like basically putting on a match without a ref here. Uh, we got table spots, we got chair spots, we got Air Sabu, we had Tommy Dreamer hitting a beautiful frog splash, just really good action, like I don't even know what to call this, this was like an impromptu match, but it wasn't an official match I guess. Tommy Dreamer then is attacked by Rob Van Dam, and the jumping of Tommy Dreamer is going on again, Sabu clotheslines Beulah McGillicuddy, which looked vicious, but then this leads to the Sandman coming out, Sandman makes the save, but then Rob Van Dam hits the Van Daminator on Sandman. Then Sabu and Rob Van Dam bury Sandman and Tommy Dreamer under the WWF flag. So two weeks in a row, the WWF flag buries the heart and soul and the extreme icon of ECW. But this time, somebody got something to say about it, and it is Taz. Taz comes out. Everybody retreats, of course, except Sabu. Sabu wants a part of Taz, but Taz, you know what I mean? He's, He's not here for the bullshit. Like, he'll take Sabu out. And the show ends with everyone retreating and Sabu in the ring with these two guys buried under the WWF flag. I don't know where this is going, but I gotta say, this was a very intriguing episode. I really enjoyed this. This got a strong 4 out of 5 for me. Like, I loved everything from start to finish on this episode. I love that ECW constantly has the cliffhanger endings. I love the Forbidden Door, having a guy from All Japan Pro Wrestling in ECW, having the WWF represented in ECW. That's that's the Forbidden Door, like... Tony Khan, start taking notes. Really good episode. I really enjoyed it. You know, we we love talking about ECW here, and that's how we end off every Friday. So I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. I hope everyone has a safe weekend. And you know what? Be be, be good to each other. I I let's let's stop let's stop the bullshit that's going on in this world. Let's stop the hate. No 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 more hate. Let's let's just all be nice to each other. How about that? Hope everyone has a great weekend. Make sure you tune in on Monday to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod. Follow us on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. You don't want to miss out on anything that we got going on because we got a lot of cool shit going on. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. YouTube is growing. Thank you to all the fans on YouTube. Yo, I am so grateful for all my fans. Thank you so much. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Like I said, stay safe, stay positive. Stay strong and make sure you bring your ass here on Monday to listen to the latest episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. 
Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.